guys, and welcome to episode 48 of the Live It Well podcast. We are your hosts, Chris and Jenny Gravy. Thanks for being here. We did something really fun last week and heard from a lot of you. So first off, thank you so much for doing that. Yes, it was so great to hear from so many of you that enjoyed it. Thanks for reaching out. We always love hearing how these episodes are speaking to you. If you didn't get a chance to listen last week, uh, episode 47, we talked about one of the things that has really made the biggest impact in our marriage, and it was the practice of speaking life over Mm. each other. It was a great episode. So we're going to keep the fun going, and throughout the month of February, we're going to be sharing just some different practices in our life that we do as a couple that might be helpful for you. Yeah, again, we are not marriage counselors. We are not professionals. We are only sharing what has actually brought fruit in our own lives and what we have learned over the years of being married. Almost 15. Almost 15 years. So we're going to learn this thing together. We're going to walk it out together and we're going to have some fun. Yeah. And hey, for those of you that are listening to this, that maybe you've been married 40 years, you're like, that's that's, <laughs> that's cute, cute, guys. <laughs> we want to hear from you. Like, Absolutely. hey, here's something we love to do. Yes. That would be so awesome for us. So you can find us on social media and email us, whatever. But we we want to hear from you. Yes. We're trying to learn. <laughs> Always love learning. Jane's got so much to learn, guys. <laughs> I do. I do have so much to learn. I, I love learning. I guess I do too. I guess I do as well. All right. So today we're talking about the second thing mm. that has made the biggest difference in our life. And just so you know, number two and number three were tied. It was so, so close. It was really close. We're going to talk about something else next week that was equally as important. But... We're just taking it one thing at a time. So today, we're talking about... I'm nervous. What is it? <laughs> what is it? The practice of serving each other. Woohoo! Now, I need to say, this is one we believe in so wholeheartedly, and we are still working on. It is something we have to constantly develop because it doesn't come really naturally to us. I think we're better at words. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gotten really good at that over the years. It's part of our life, but... I can sit on the couch and say some words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, serving actually requires doing, Yeah, which is a big deal. But it is literally as transformative as yeah. speaking words of life over your marriage and over your spouse. So we're going to unpack this today, and we hope that it's helpful for you. We hope that... Last Last week, you were able to try out the practice of speaking life over each other and that you'll continue doing that and you'll start to see fruit. And just like that, this is a practice that we're going to unpack and we're going to work on it together as a podcast community. And we'd love to hear how it's going for you. And just know that some of these come more easily to some of us than others. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of them we just have to work harder at. Most of us wake up each morning thinking about our own needs. We think about... I need some coffee, I've got a day, I've got to do this, i got to get this done. And we just think about our own needs and our own life. And it takes a lot of intentionality and practice to learn to see a different way. So good. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> it is. Oh, man. I mean, I don't wake up thinking that, but it's fine. Um, okay, maybe maybe I kind of do. Yeah. I think, you know, before we jump into kind of the three main pillars we're going to talk about today, I think part of the biggest thing that we all have to recognize that if you're going to serve someone well, specifically this person that you said, hey, I love you and I want to spend the rest of my life with you, is you have to understand that person. You have to spend some yeah. deep time learning who they are. 
the good, all of it, the not so good. The power of serving comes from knowing the person that you're with, understanding them, what makes them tick and what makes them happy. And maybe even the things that stresses them out and even pulls life out of them. And once you start to understand that, then you have a way better understanding of how you can serve them and bring life to them. Exactly. This is going to look different for every single couple. Mm -hmm. I think that's part of the difficult part of it is you have to actually get outside of yourself and you have to shift. We have to shift our eyes from looking at ourselves to looking Mm -hmm. across at those around us, specifically at our spouse and knowing who they are, what they need, what they desire, and then reaching out to meet those needs. So I want you to think about the couples in your life that you admire most. And I guarantee you, they're focused on meeting each other's needs. One of the examples in our life, um, whenever we first got married, we had the great opportunity to sit down with three or four couples that we really admired and just try and glean as much wisdom as possible from them. And one of the things that consistently was shared was the speaking life over each other. But the second one was this, the idea and the practice of serving each other. So you heard in episode three with Michael and Linda, every morning she wakes up to the sound of the coffee cup on the plate. She hears him bringing her a cup of coffee because in their world, that is what speaks love to her. That is an act that he can do intentionally every morning to show her, I love you. I'm thinking of you. I'm reaching out to care for you. And that's how they start their day. Another couple in our lives said that for them, he filled up the gas tank every week for her. He said she will never have to touch a gas tank (laughs) because that's something for her that spoke so much love to her. So just like Chris said, every single marriage is different. You know in your relationship what those needs are. And if you don't, it's time to start doing some homework. Start getting to know who your spouse is, what speaks love to them, and then reaching out to meet those needs. And you'll watch how transformative it is in your life. Yeah, and I think the thing that's neat about this concept of serving is, yes, we're talking in the context of couples today, those in relationship, but the same principles can apply to those directly in your life. If it's a coworker, if it's a child, if it's a family member, if you posture yourself as a servant in all areas of your life, one, it's going to make you a better servant with your spouse, but it's going to make you a better boss, a better coworker, a better friend, a better parent, because you're constantly on this journey of saying, okay, how can I take my eyes off of myself? How can I pour into the people around me? And I know it sounds counterintuitive, but the more that you serve those in your life, the more it will actually benefit you. Yeah, it's just like any practice. The more that you develop this muscle of serving and caring, you will be so surprised that your love for each other actually expands. It's just true. The more that you do it, the more you grow in love for each other. All right, so the way we see it is this kind of flushes out in three ways, and it goes a little like this. All right, so number one is we're going to serve intentionally. So just like we said earlier, because we wake up every morning with eyes 
on ourselves. It takes real intention, real effort to begin to see differently. So we're going to serve intentionally. I'm going to think about my spouse. I'm going to ask God to give me eyes to see their needs. I'm going to choose to see who they are, what they need, and then I'm going to intentionally reach out to serve and meet those needs. So just like Michael and Linda with the coffee, he knows coffee is very important to her. It's the way she likes to start her day. So just that small act of bringing her a cup of coffee in the morning, they say a prayer together, and then they go about their day. Just those little things. I know these sound simple and small, but step by step, we are going somewhere. This is literally taking us towards the marriage that we want. You know what's nice is the context of all of this comes from, you know, for our faith. We believe in Jesus Christ. We're followers of Jesus. He was the ultimate servant. Right. And there's a great scripture. Yeah, it's Matthew 20, 26. And it says, whoever wants to be great among you must be your servant. And he also says in John that they will know you are mine by your love for each other, the way that you love each other, the way that you serve each other. Mm. So this is something that God commands us to do, to have eyes to see each other, to serve each other, and to love each other in that way. So we're going to do that with intention. In our marriage, one of the ways that that fleshes out is we know it's really important for both of us to have a date night. So we're going to intentionally plan for that. You know, the longer you're in relationship with somebody, you recognize the things that they're like, I really don't like doing that. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yes. You know, and so for us, I can't stand laundry. (laughs) But you've kind of carried the mantle. I like laundry. For that. Yeah. I don't mind laundry. I like it. I, I literally actually enjoy doing the dishes. That's true. Like, I, that's, I know. I'm so appreciative of I know, that. I know. I literally was the other day doing the dishes. Like, babe, I, I like doing the dishes. One, I don't really have to think a whole lot. And I right. can just kind of have some music on. But I know intentionally that is a big thing that serves and blesses you. You don't want to stick your hand <laughs> in that sink. I don't. But I don't blame you, right? Yeah. But But I don't mind it. And right. so we're intentional yeah. to serve each other in that way. Right. So again, this will look totally different for everyone listening. And it takes time to get to know your spouse. So get to know the ways that you can intentionally serve them this week. So number two is we're going to serve spontaneously as well. (laughs) If you're married to a seven, this is particularly important, keeping things spontaneous. And so this means we're serving intentionally. We're going to plan for serving, but we're also going to be looking for opportunities to serve along the way. So small things like, okay, he's out mowing the grass. I'm going to bring him a cold glass of water Mm. just to help. Or, she, man, she looks tired. She's had a long week with the kids. I'm going to watch the kids and let her go take a nap or go meet with a friend, whatever it is that would serve her in that way. Not going to tell her she looks tired. Don't tell her she looks tired. You look really tired. Don't ever tell a woman she looks tired. <laughs> I'm assuming everyone knows this, but just, just in case you don't. If you don't take anything from this, take that. Don't tell her she looks tired. Just say, hey, would you like a break? I'd love to watch the kids and you can go meet with a friend or take a nap. The point is that it's training our eyes to see what each other needs as we go about our weeks. So we're we're actively looking for those things and we're going to reach out to meet those needs in a spontaneous way and in an intentional way. And sometimes spontaneous serving actually comes knocking on your door and all you have to do is choose how you respond. Mm. For example... Somebody calls me and says, hey, Chris, you want to go to the Mavs game? Well, you have an opportunity to say, I don't think so, sucker. Or you can know, like, okay, he's been working hard or whatever, and this is something he wants to do. Yes, I will serve you and let you go do that. 
while I watch the kids tonight or vice versa for you. You come home, you're like, Hey, uh, this girl wants to hang out tonight. Wants to go do a thing. Like I have an opportunity to kind of weigh the entire situation and say, is this not only good for her, but good for us as well. Right. Because when you're serving someone spontaneously like that, hopefully they're doing something that's going to bring life to their soul. Right. And when they bring that life to their soul, they will return that back exactly. into their world, to their family, to their house, all of that thing. So sometimes we're given the opportunity to respond correctly or incorrectly <laughs> with spontaneous serving. Right. That's a good point. It's never convenient to say yes. Sure. But the point is actively looking for those things, those ways that we can serve each other throughout the week. All um, right. So the first two, intentionally, spontaneously. What is number three? Number three is serve continuously. So change, of course, doesn't happen overnight, right? It takes time. It's slow growth. Good growth is always slow growth. So with each act of kindness, we are literally taking step after step, moving towards the marriage we want, the life we long for. We are going somewhere. So trusting that this process is leading us to the place we want to be keeps us consistently giving to our spouse, having eyes to see their needs and reaching out to meet those needs. Just like last week we talked about, every time you speak life into your husband or wife, it's like an investment, right? There's going to be a return Mm -hmm. on that investment. Mm -hmm. The same thing is true here. When we're consistently serving, we're consistently finding ways to pour into this person that we have learned, that we know, that we love. When we consistently keep pouring life back into them, there's going to be a return of life back to us. Right. It's so good. This is the last thing, and then we'll wrap up. But something we have observed in our own marriage, I'm telling you this is true. Mm-hmm. When we consistently serve each other, even in small ways, it literally adds up over time. And it's like a cycle. Okay, so the cycle looks like this. You serve each other in small ways over time, and you look up after time has gone by, and you're like, oh my gosh, I feel so close to you. This is great. And all of a sudden, we're in a healthy place in our marriage. Our relationship is great, and it feels like we're thriving, and we're so in love. And the opposite of that is true as well. When we stop having eyes to see each other's needs, when we let other people's needs or our own needs trump those of our spouse and we are not serving each other in those little ways, it's like we're taking step after step in the wrong direction and all of a sudden we look up and we go, oh my gosh, how did we get here? Whose marriage is this? Who is that? And all of a sudden bitterness has crept in and resentment and maybe even contempt Mm -hmm. towards each other because all we're thinking about at that point is I wish they would meet my needs and we're no longer thinking, how can I meet their needs? But the good news is we're always one step away from moving back in the right direction. So if you keep that in mind, like, okay, there's these cycles happening, whether or not I realize it, I'm always one decision away, one choice away from moving back towards the relationship I want, back towards the marriage I want. Yeah. And I think you got to think about any steps, right? Like intentionality. Okay. I'm going to be intentional to serve this person. Maybe we're not in a great spot, but I'm going to be intentional to find a way that I can serve them. And it almost bodes consistency where you're consistently serving them. That thing that was once intentional now becomes 
part of who you are and part of your relationship and you sprinkle in spontaneity along the way. But when you stop doing that, right, when consistency stops, when intentionality stops, when spontaneity stops, like you have to go back to step number one and go, okay, the cycle is not good right, right. now, but we are going to find some way intentionally. I'm going to find some yeah. way. You know, I say we, there's this place where like, no, no I'm not going first. You right. go first. And it just keeps fueling it. And you got to make sure that your heart is right. Well, okay, well, I'm going to do this. They better do back to me. Nope. You literally go just like Christ and you serve with no intentions on the other side other than loving and blessing that person. And it may take a minute for that person to reciprocate, but your only task and your job is to be intentional and take the very next step. And you will watch how the cycle will be changed and you will start to see life in your relationship and each other in your marriage, and ultimately in your future. And I want to acknowledge too, I know the farther and farther you get from serving each other and from that healthy marriage that you want, the more you drift into bitterness and resentment, the harder it is to do this. Mm -hmm. The harder it is to want to serve somebody (laughs) that you feel bitter towards or that you feel like is not anywhere near looking at you or your needs. I, I realize that is so hard, but even in those times where we feel they don't deserve it or we don't want to do it, it's in those moments where the greatest opportunity for change is possible. You can be the one to reach out and start meeting those needs and change the entire relationship to start moving towards where you want it to be. I'm telling you, it is contagious. It is really, really hard to stick your feet in the ground and keep being mean and selfish when somebody is taking care of you and constantly doing things that make you feel loved. Try it. It really is a game changer. If you haven't done it in a while, you're gonna be you're gonna see almost like a surprise look on their face, like, wait, yeah, what was that? It's jolting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what are you doing? Right. Is it's that- jolting to be in a cycle of how come you're not meeting my needs? And then all of a sudden someone just meets your needs. It's like, oh, oh, we're doing this now. Oh, we're serving each other now. Oh, okay. Like, What's it, the motive? We'll see. And you just go, no. Over time, consistently yeah. showing, no, I just love you. And I am here for you. I'm here to take care of you. And trusting that God sees that and that there's going to be fruit from it. All that to say is take the first step. Yeah. Take that first step. You know, and, and maybe you were in a great cycle of serving a few months ago or a few years ago. The good news is you can start and change that cycle in your relationship today. One thing, two things, three things, you start serving, you're going to be so surprised at what God can do in your heart and the heart of your spouse. So this week, we're going to practice serving each other. Remember, the first step, intentionally. Serving each other intentionally. Maybe that's a making coffee, doing the dishes, laundry, date, date night. Finding that thing in their life that is going to speak to their heart. You know them. Yep. You know what they need. Yep. Be intentional. Absolutely. And we're also going to serve spontaneously. So we're going to develop our eyes to see the needs as they arise throughout the week. Mm -hmm. So that means I have to stay connected to my spouse. Mm -hmm. It actually works that way. Mm -hmm. So I have to observe them and see they're working outside in the yard. I'm going to bring them some cold water to say thank you and to offer that to help them. And just, it just speaks, I love you and I'm thinking about you. 
And if you're a busy husband and wife couple and you've got kids, there's always opportunities to be spontaneous to say, hey, why don't you go take a few hours or the night mm-hmm. or Friday or Saturday yeah. and I'm going to watch the kids. You go refresh and refuel and we'll see you when you get back. Right. So it's just staying connected to each other, knowing what each other needs, um, which changes week mm-hmm. by week. So sure. that's a way to be serving each other spontaneously. And then lastly, guys, we're going to be serving consistently. Right. So that means don't give up. (laughs) Good change is slow. Change does not happen overnight. Mm -hmm. But step by step by step, we are moving towards the marriage we long for and the life we long for. Babe, it was fun serving with you today. (laughs) So fun serving with you. (laughs) Love it. Guys, thank you so much for taking your time to spend with us here on this podcast. And for those of you who are reaching out to us on social media, we love it. Don't stop. Keep telling us. How is this impacting your life? What are you learning from it? How is it playing out in your world, in your marriage? And also, if you hadn't got a chance, please leave a review on iTunes. It helps people find the podcast, spread the word, all that good stuff. We hope this episode blessed you. And if you need more resources on growing spiritually, growing in your relationship with your spouse, we have a ton of life-changing resources recommended over at our website, letsliveitwell.com slash resources. There are tons of books recommended by guests that we've had on, mentor couples that have mentored us, John and Stacey Eldridge, Michael and Linda Adler, Mark and Jim Foreman, all of these great couples that we would love for you to learn from. Go check out that page, letsliveitwell.com slash resources. All right, guys. Well, that is a wrap on episode 48. Thank you so much for being here. And we're going to close it out like we do every single time. Remember, you only get one life. Live Live it well. well.